You're out here slack. You're garbage. <laughs> we've really we've really developed a um, pattern wherein I criticize an inanimate object and you go, oh, <laughs> but it's trying. <laughs> uh, someone has to stand up for those with no voice. Yeah. First they came for the toaster and I said nothing. <laughs> It's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, through the internet, it's Catherine Kogert. Hey, it's great to be here. Such a pleasure to have you here. Like, great. Wow. Like, whoa? Like, like oh. I don't know if it's like, whoa. like I'm the, I'm the guest. I like I I'm, I'm the guest that you've been trying to get for four years, and I finally made it. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, we've just been trying to get in touch with your booker forever, uh, and I know you're busy on your, your touring schedule all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm touring here, I'm touring there. Yeah, you're touring every, every, everywhere um, for your new uh, sort of rip-off Dr. Seuss books that you're doing. <laughs> yeah, they're specifically marketed as rip-off Dr. Seuss books um, <laughs> to the youth. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Zeus, colon, a ripoff Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> oh, the places you'll snow. It's very similar to a book with a very similar title. <laughs> Three fish, four fish, yellow fish, yellow fish again, I guess. Stay dog, stay. <laughs> Mop with mom. It's like <laughs> pop, but it's a lot less fun. And toss salad and scrambled eggs. Now that that's a little bit of a crossover. Yeah, I can't believe you got. I mean, you yourself got such a big get with Kelsey Grammer on that one when he sang that yeah. book. Niall saying, "Would you like toss salad and scrambled eggs in a house? Would you like it with a mouse?" Fraser saying, "Niall's." <laughs> I I simply do not know how to impress upon you. How much I don't want tass- tossed salad and scrambled eggs this evening. I simply don't know what to do with them. And then Niles was calling again. <laughs> and that I'm listening. us too. Now that we're all listening, our topic this week, uh, something you would not want on your tossed salad or scrambled eggs, but is mm, virtually in the entire rest of your world, uh, formaldehyde. Everywhere? Kind of. Uh, Wait. Let's see. Formaldehyde uh, exists naturally. Um, let's Does see. Does it exist with a mouse? <laughs> it exists in the binding agents inside your ripoff Dr. Seuss books. Oh, wow. Physician's Assistant Zeus, a ripoff Dr. <laughs> Seuss book. Not that Physician's Assistants are ripoffs. The asterisk spell eats snitches. Sorry, I just thought of that one. I wanted to get it in there. <laughs> hey, if it comes up, it comes up. Um <laughs> Anyway, yeah, uh, formaldehyde is an extremely common uh, molecule, um, basically because it's super not complicated. Um, so it's just sort of easy for it to show up, I guess, um, in in our environment. Uh, so formaldehyde is a molecule that is... Uh, go ahead, uh, everyone, uh, get out your little mental chemical notebook, and you picture a carbon, oh. and it's got... Oh, Tim. What? Oh, oh no. Did you oh, forget your Oh, buddy. <laughs> Nobody has those. That's not a thing that we all have. 
Uh, well, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> picture <laughs> your carbon and picture uh-huh. uh, two, with or without the electrons. Uh, well, I mean, what's your notebook uh, like? I mean, does it have the special electron uh, inserts or not? It has a formaldehyde binding agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so no, no electrons then. Um, okay. Okay. No electrons. So I've pictured a carbon and then what do I do? I don't know. Maybe that was enough. Uh, (laughs) I meant to get through this boring part pretty quickly, but here we are. Um, Am I helping? I feel like I'm making things worse. Well, sometimes you go with your gut on these things. Um, (laughs) it's a carbon with, uh, two hydrogens and a... Uh, oxygen connected to it in a little triangle. So two hydrogens coming off the little wings on the back and then the nose of the little plane that it kind of looks like is uh, an oxygen. And that is double bonded because it has uh, um, it's sharing, I guess, a lot of electrons is, is a way to say that. Um, is it okay that I'm picturing the, the Batmobile? Are there two hydrogens, a carbon and an oxygen? Yeah. Yeah, that's totally cool. Okay. So It's just in the shape of a Batmobile. <laughs> Oh, holy carcinogens, Batman. Um, Why did you say carcinogens, Tim? uh, Because formaldehyde is a carcinogen, um, which is why we typically think it's a bad thing. So, like, for you, Catherine, when you first hear formaldehyde, like, kind of, what's the first thing you think? Embalming agent, dead bodies. Yeah, dead bodies. Gotta get out of here. Um, And so, those are related uh, why it's carcinogenic and why it's an embalming agent. Um, and that has to do with, you may recall that one, there's not a lot of, uh, not a lot of atoms in this molecule, just four. And two, that oxygen has a double bond, which means that like this, this molecule is kind of ready to party. Like it's got this (laughs) double bond. It can like swing around and just kind of like see what's out there, you know? And then oxygen is like, uh, highly electronegative. Spider-Man. What would you say? Now I'm picturing Spider-Man. Yeah, it's it's a lot like Spider-Man. It's sort of the, the it's Spider-Man. It's your friendly of, neighborhood formaldehyde. It's your friendly neighborhood bond slinger in that it like it will <laughs> swing around some electrons and like bond with lots of different stuff. Um and so one thing that is particularly good at bonding is uh there is a reaction called Oh, I'm not gonna find it in time. Um Oh but, no. Yeah, what are you gonna but do? But here's the thing. Here's the thing about reactions. Uh-huh. On one side, you have reactants, but then on the other side, now now stay with me on this one, you have products. Mm. Now, products are the thing that the reactants turn into. Now, in between these two sides, there's an arrow, so and it usually points to the right. I'm sorry, did you have something to add? I'm just like, you're getting the signal now that you vamped for long enough and I found it. It's called the Manich reaction. <laughs> oh, really? So you don't work. say. Uh, basically, what this does is it can connect um, proteins. Um, and so... Like your body's made up of a bunch of different proteins and they're these big, long squiggly things. And like, you've got DNA over here and you've got like amino acids over here and you know, whatever. And that's kind of like the fundamentals of like the structures in your body are made up with those things. Um, and they're these like sort of big, long slinkies of, of molecules. Uh, and they're all bendy. And what, uh, what the formaldehyde can do is it can connect, let's just say, uh, that the slinky like sort of went out and wound around something and then came back back to where it started. So it's like this big twisty thing. It can bind to those two spots. So that whole big twisty mess stays exactly as it was. Um, oh no. Is it like when you fold the twi- the slinky like back over itself and then it gets caught? 
It's a lot like that, yeah. Because now it's like that Slinky's not going to go back and and degrade. No, no. Um, and if you try to bend it back, it's never going to be the same. It's mm. that's it. That's it. <sighs> Although uh, formaldehyde pres- preservation can be reversible uh, if you have a relatively short exposure time and low temperatures, um, and you just sort of flood the body that you're trying to preserve uh, with water again, and that connection might. Uh, go away and then you know the sort of degradation and putrefaction and gross dead body stuff can still happen um, <gasps> really yeah wow it, the dream's not over yet what the nightmare <laughs> um did you ever work with uh any embalmed things be they human bodies fetal pigs frogs yeah we dissected a fetal pig yeah what'd you think i thought it was awesome yeah yeah <laughs> What I mean, like, why? <laughs> like, what 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 was appealing to you about it? What was appealing to me about it? Uh, I mean, I think that like it was nice to get some hands on, if you will. I didn't touch anything. Um, why you or, didn't like, touch anything? Oh no! Oh no! I had gloves on. Okay, I okay. thought it was like for a forceps only situation, but no, I definitely like went in there. Like, uh, <laughs> I think it was really. Uh, it was kind of impactful to see like how tightly packed like a body is and like how tight all the organs are together and like oh holy crap the lungs are really just like right up there against the heart and like it's all just kind of you know like very efficiently <laughs> fitting together in here yeah we've talked in the past about how uh you know we're sort of just a sack full of sacks um yes sacks on sacks on sacks yeah uh chase that vitality um <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, you're right. I, I agree. I think that was my experience too. Although I also recall thinking at the time, uh, because I also dissected a fetal pig um, in high school, was that like it's also kind of weird how much empty space there is. Like, yes, it's very tight, but like, it never occurred to me that like, oh yeah, but there's just like kind of unused gap space in the body, like cavities. Yeah, this is like well, like like sinuses. not tooth cavities. Um, I don't know. I kind of imagined that I would be... It's kind of like a series of hollow tubes <laughs> inside. Well, yeah, but then there's like there's walls on the tubes, right? Yeah. Tubes on tubes, I guess. Um, That's yeah. tubes connecting sacks. Um, is this like a cool avant-garde band, maybe? It is now, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Drop your life plans. We're starting an avant-garde band. Oh man, uh hate to break it to you. That was already in the plan. <laughs> All right, let's say we go do that and we'll be back in a moment on Encyclopedia Brunch. back on encyclopedia brunch talking about formaldehyde that stuff that makes your body last forever not forever forever. Uh, well (laughs) here's the thing it won't be your body anymore um i don't know we're getting into uh semantics now 
let's just appreciate the fact that I can be posed in someone's den or something and uh, you know, I grace the, that household with uh, my super dope body all the time. And I think it's that's true. We can really attach important. little servos to your joints and make you dance to various songs. Once again, I think they'll be seasonally appropriate. Appropriate. I think it would be jingle bells right now. Once again, it worries me how detailed your plan is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I think it's important to like really have a serious proposal put together. I would like to talk about something else besides involving all of a sudden. Um, let's talk about how. Uh, <laughs> The, let's see, formaldehyde has tons of industrial uses. Um, let's see, formaldehyde and its derivative products uh, sold over $145 billion in 2003, which is, uh, I guess, the latest stat I'm going to have here. Um, and that's 1.2% uh, of the GDP of the United States and Canada. So 1.2% of GDP is formaldehyde related, which is a lot more than I would have thought. What with it being... That is a lot. Yeah, like, mostly in my head, I'm like, oh, it's for embalming and, like, you know, killing people. Um, yeah, it's a weird one-off thing that we try to avoid. But it's not. But it's, it's so not everywhere. Not. It's because it polymerizes, right? Yeah. Um. So that's not uh dissimilar to the man attraction that we talked about uh, with how it, like, pre preserves things. It's also just really good at connecting other things um, because it's it's got that availability. It's got that uh, double bond with the O and it's pretty simple. So you can just like pop it into chemical processes and make all kinds of polymers, which is like it's like the material of the 20th century. Not the 21st. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely the 20th. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's I mean, so is this an oversimplification? Because formaldehyde is used in a lot of like formaldehyde is used in a lot of like glues and adhesives. Um, so is that related to how good it is at like sticking molecules together? Does that just translate to a macro level as well? Or, uh, you know, I don't know the answer to that question. My intuition is that, uh, that's an oversimplification. Um, I think really what's happening is that, uh, if you get this big, long kind of cross-linky, uh, so cross-linking, what we mean, uh, chemically is that like, if you picture uh, just like a big old chain of molecules and it stretches forever, we call that a polymer. Um, mm -hmm. And then if uh, one part of the chain kind of like reaches back around and links back into a different part of the chain, that's cross-linking. Um, and so instead of being like a clean strand, it becomes this like big bird's nest mess. Um, and formaldehyde encourages that. And so I think that sort of cross-linky mess gunk uh creates something that's very sticky because it can kind of get into all the like micro fissures in, in a surface um and that that's what makes it all sticky Does that makes sense gross sticky yeah. things are gross are they i don't know are sticky things gross that's a good question a question for the ages right. for, our, for our society's top mind we invite the ages to write in at who likes brunch it's like if you brunch at gmail.com um so yeah, so it is making a lot of these resins, including putting together a particle board. So it's heavily used in construction. So it's like, mm, you know, wherever you are, listener, uh, take a look at like the closest building or the room that you're sitting in and like be like, oh yeah, probably just surrounded by formaldehyde treated stuff. Um, yeah, think about how you're surrounded by this cancer causing molecule at all times and feel safe. Or if that's not working for you, think about how it's probably on your clothes if your clothes are crease resistant. Uh, because yeah. again, uh, they as a finisher, sometimes the textile industry to make something crease resistant, uh, CR episode on ironing, um, 
will uh, apply this resin that uh, makes the cotton instead of wanting to like wrinkle up with itself um, will kind of uh, not do that and stay flatter and act more like a synthetic. So uh, yeah, they just like put a bunch of formaldehyde-based resin in your clothes. Welcome to the 20th century. Well, yeah, and still a 21st century. Yeah, well, you know, we're sort of in the 20th century hangover. So uh, we're going to be using a lot of formaldehyde. But I don't know that that's bad, actually. I mean, I think um, uh, it has not become clear to me in reading about formaldehyde that like the low levels of formaldehyde is like actually bad for you. It seems like, yes, it's a carcinogen at, at certain percentages. And also, you can be allergic to formaldehyde. Like... I guess that just means you're more sensitive to it or something, but I was surprised to see that there's actually like a test. Like it's like, mm, you're I mean, allergic to formaldehyde. Be careful. So it's the difference between being poisoned and having an allergic reaction, right? What is poisoning then? I guess. Well, okay. So allergic reaction is your immune system is trying to fight this. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Like you're having an immuno reaction, whereas mm. maybe the chemical is like actively shutting down functions in your system. Oh, uh, Yeah. That's pretty good insight. Both bad, though. Both bad. Mm. Yeah, that's a good insight there, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are you kicking me when I'm down here? I'm like, mm, pretty I good work, know. Catherine. And you're like, yes, <laughs> and my work was better than yours, Tim. Because <laughs> uh, I'm a jerk. Well, uh, great work at being a jerk. So you've got that. Take that feather, put it in your hey. cap. Hey, we both kicked each other. Oh, that's nice. Kind of. <laughs> We we did it. Everything's equal again. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> is this like your Harrison Bergeron? Like that uh, short story where uh, the, um, what is it? Like everyone has to be equal. So they put like a bunch of weights on a strong guy and stuff. Yes. Yeah. It is my asterisk bellied sneeches. <laughs> oh, you don't write Ray Bradbury knockoffs too? <laughs> Brad no, Rayberry. that's your wheelhouse. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. The Venusian Chronicles. Right. So the uh, the man illustrated with henna. Um. <laughs> Fahrenheit 450, where we just heat up the books really hot. Something iffy this way comes. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I think I can get into this. I got a lot of writing to do. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So I think the reason that uh, formaldehyde is in like all our stuff is just because... One, and apparently at low enough volumes, it's like kind of okay, kind of. I don't know. I, I don't have a clear answer on this. It's, it still feels bad, but I think that's just my gut feeling. It's like, mm, formaldehyde, you stay away from that. You know, uh, the poison avoiding instinct in people is very strong, including me. I'm one of these people who yeah. hates poison. I mean, chemophobia is very real. Mm. I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, we get exposed. I think it's an exposure issue, right? Because dose makes the poison. Yeah. Um, is the old saying. So, like, let's say you have some formaldehyde on your clothes and that starts to wear off on your skin. But, like, it's not very much. So, whatever. But then let's say that you, ha- like, work with adhesives all day. Okay. So, that's a little bit more formaldehyde. And then let's say you live in a new house where there's probably some formaldehyde in the walls and you're breathing that all day. Like, okay, then that's also bad. And it just, I could see very specific people through happenstance just starting to have an accumulation of these chemicals right oh i mean so one one important point here is that uh and this might explain some of the dose makes the poison stuff is that uh humans metabolize formaldehyde like your body actually transforms it into something else um 
and they can change it into formic acid, which is just, you know, the same thing, but it, it's an acid form. Um, and that's not so bad. Like, we can kind of work with that. So I guess, yeah, so long as you're not letting it build up, because my intuition would say that building it up allows it to do those, like, kind of crazy, bad-for-your-proteins chemical reactions. Um, so yeah. long as you're metabolizing it and changing it over real quick, uh, then you're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Incidentally, yeah, also I breaks mean, down with sunlight or some bacteria present in soil and water. Very quickly. Very yeah. quickly. Yeah, because you can metabolize, or bacteria could totally metabolize the heck out of that. Yeah. That's but like, they'd be so stoked. <laughs> they'd be like, oh man, more like uh, carbon with some net energy to extract still. I love it. Oh, bacteria. <laughs> Classic black bacteria. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Classic bacteria? The, no. <laughs> the 70s exploitation film? Oh, no. <laughs> Shot entirely oh, through dumb, a microscope? Tong, you're so dumb. <laughs> No, it's great. And I'm pursuing funding now. Back in a moment. I'm just talking about Rhodococcus. Of Black Theory. on encyclopedia brunch talking about formaldehyde that stuff that's literally everywhere it's in your eyes probably don't think about your eyes <laughs> try not to think about your sensing organs sacks on sacks sound sacks. advice sacks on sacks uh so guess uh i've got an idea Let's just say we want to get away from all this formaldehyde. Our chemophobia is really rising up, even though, like, it's, you know, appears that uh, it's mostly fine. Just don't drink it. You know, don't work with it all the time if you can avoid it. Um, incidentally, uh, this quote from the 2003 formaldehyde State of the Union or whatever it was I was reading. Um, what? Says that. <laughs> okay, excuse me. What? Does every chemical, like, provide a State of the Union address? <laughs> yeah, they all do. What did acetic acid say recently? Uh, acetic acid said... Uh, the state of our uh, union is mildly acidic. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, uh, who's the Obama of the chemical world? Let's see. It's like... And? Uh-huh, and uh-huh. who's the Theodore Roosevelt? Okay, the Theodore Roosevelt feels uh, slightly easier to do. Let's see. Gunpowder, probably? Um, trinitrotoluene. That's probably the uh, uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Just dynamite. Gonna blow some stuff up. He was dynamite, wasn't he? Bully. Um, <laughs> eh, he was all right. I don't know. Uh, let's see. And the Obama, uh, I don't know. What are they? Um, oh, maybe cancer tar because he smokes. Uh, whatever. Oh, sick burn. Take that, Obama. Um, cancer tar. This is this is the degree to which those um, uh, anti-smoking ads worked on me. I like can't think of what's actually in cigarettes. I'm just like, well, it's cancer tar, right? Cancer tar. Tar cancer, yeah, it's um, cancer tar. It's not a real thing, right? It's just a construct of that, of that campaign. Hey, chemophobia cuts both ways, you know. Um, so true, within yeah, and without. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I mean, is this because they smoked in the Great Gatsby, or where where's this within and without coming from? <laughs> well, there's the the tar is within you. I see, 
and also mm-hmm. with and also with you. Um, and without you, as in and smoke some cigarettes. Uh, well, yeah, it sounds like the Great Gatsby to me. <laughs> so, uh, let's say we want to get away from all this. the Gatsby of the chemical world? <laughs> the Gatsby of the chemical world. Let's see. It's kind of doing more than it's really cut out to do. But um, I want to say maybe polyurethane. Um, just because, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of like a yeah. post-war. Like, it's really riding the boom of... Um, Lightweight and heavyweight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, incidentally, uh, formaldehyde also used heavily in uh, polyurethanes. Um, it's good for making foams and stuff. It's just like, it's such a good chemical building block. Like if you're thinking as a chemist who's trying to make stuff, it's, it, this is like a pretty good tool to have around. It's like an adjustable wrench or something. It's like, yeah, we can make it work. Hmm. Okay. But we got to get away from this because it's, okay. it's, it's, it's the cancer tar of chemicals for us. We just, we, we want out. Uh, we can go to space, right? Let's just like fly out into space. There's nothing out there. Why would that solve anything ever? I don't know, because space is cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> space is cool. Okay, then I will go. I'm not going to fly out into space to get away from chemicals because cosmic rays. Oh, that's true. Another carcinogen. And also, where did the chemicals come from, Tim? Hmm? <laughs> I'll tell you. Whoa, mind blown. Here we are in this college door. <laughs> the chemicals it came from uh, possibly frozen carbon monoxide and hydrogen free floating in interstellar space because formaldehyde is highly present in interstellar space. It's just everywhere. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, there is no escape. Here we are. Okay. Where do you think is the concentration of formaldehyde the absolute lowest? The absolute lowest. Let's see. I mean, we could like get some guys in the Atacama Desert to like point at some things and try to figure that out for us. Or I could say mm, uh, Jupiter for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense to me. (laughs) Moving on. Well, it is. um, It could be maybe inside of suns, but I guess that's not really interstellar. That's. I was going to say deep in the ocean, but for no reason. Mm. So uh, formaldehyde is highly soluble in water, so you're not going to get away oh, there. No. It, okay. it is, um, it's a vapor at uh, room temperature, and so it has to be soluble in water for you to even use it. Like when we d- dissected those pigs, um, that was formaldehyde in water, because otherwise you'd have to like work in a really, really is cold lab. Is that what lab. formalin is? Yeah, I think so. I think I read that. Uh, let's say yes for now. Oh, here we go. Um, let's see. It's usually a, a typical commercial grade formalin may contain t- ten to twelve percent methanol, in addition to various metallic impurities. Uh, this name was long ago okay. genericized from an old trade name, formalin. Um, yeah, forty percent formaldehyde by volume, ten to twenty percent methanol, and the rest is water. There you go, formalin. Okay. Ah, solvents. Old trade name. Uh, thanks, Merriam-Webster dictionary. You're welcome. Oh, I, I'm so glad you came. I, I just, I wish you hadn't been so quiet for the rest of the show. I mean, like, I think your insights well, really Catherine valuable. Well, Catherine wouldn't shut up, so. <laughs> well, she had good insights, too. I just feel like maybe, I don't know, maybe the Thank two you, of you. Thank you, Tim. I mean, good work, Catherine. We don't get along. <laughs> well, I'm trying to police you guys. It's crazy. <laughs> it's really stressful for you, Tim. I acknowledge that and I appreciate that, but I'm going to go throw this dictionary out the window. Come oh, on. Oh. Oh, no. Poor. Oh, thank God. You know, the, dic- the dictionary is biased anyway because it's partially made of formaldehyde. That's true. That's true. Dictionaries. 
Uh, yeah. Dictionaries. Um, are they good? I don't know. They're fine. <laughs> Find out on a future episode of Encyclopedia Press. <laughs> See a future episode on dictionaries. Uh, yeah, I'll level with you. I mean, I have been mostly surprised at just how, like, how friggin' everywhere this thing that I thought was pretty scary was. Um, but I think that ubiquity almost makes it kind of, uh, mundane. Like, noticing this, like, oh, I guess it's just friggin' everywhere because it's quite simple and also very reactive. Um, like, that's interesting. The rest of it, I'm like, oh, I guess I'm just, like, surrounded by this thing. Here we are. I don't have anything else to say about this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, um, oh, gosh. I don't know. It's kinda like if you did an episode about uh, air. Air, which I don't know. See, I was trying to think like, oh, what could we do an episode about that would be like this? Where it's like, oh, no, those these are all good topic ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, the bar is so low here. Is there like is is there a lesson we can learn uh from formaldehyde? Is there like, you know, maybe don't judge a uh something by its something? Like a 99% invisible, that's where the interesting thing is. Yeah, yeah. How do we find the nut here and pitch this to Roman Mars? Uh, well, okay. First we get a nutcracker. Let me get some twinkling music going. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Are you, okay. Giant people in rat costumes doing ballet. Uh okay. And formaldehyde comes in somewhere or no? Well, nut nut you said you wanted the nut, so I was doing the nutcracker. Well, I mean you're cracking it though. It didn't work out. <laughs> well, it's good we tried. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get this lucrative 99% visible podcast contract, but uh, what are you going to do? Oh, darn it. That's all right. He, he still has to sleep in his formaldehyde-treated sheets uh, and put on his formaldehyde-treated pants uh, one leg at a time. Just like the rest of us schmucks. And live in his universe that's essentially an undifferentiated mass of formaldehyde. Yeah, what isn't formaldehyde? Maybe that's the angle we should take. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, um... Uh, buh, 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 like metallic materials, um, glass. We are as formaldehyde, and formaldehyde is all we are. It's yeah. I think this might be like I, I think formaldehyde is doing a podcast on us. Like oh, I think that's where I'm coming to. Is it possible we're doing this episode from a college dorm somewhere? I'm getting that vibe. <laughs> Entirely surrounded by formaldehyde. Yes, we're all high on formaldehyde. The dosage has been a little too high, and it's breaking down some of our cognitive functions. Sorry to everyone. <laughs> Well, and with those words, those parting words, we once again <laughs> have said this week, uh, go ahead and uh, take a walk today and notice all the formaldehyde around you and try not to breathe it in because it's not great. Um, but and, hey, you'll metabolize it real quick. Yeah, just like, but not too much. Don't don't develop that sensitivity. You know what you're doing. No. Go live your life. You know. We you trust know. you. All right. Well, that's Catherine Coconut over there. Tim Dobbs over here. Bye. Bye. Bye.